Hello butterflies, this is Twin One Tanya. In this episode, I want you to stay very alert because I know many of you guys that are here is either searching for tips and tricks of how to find a passion or maybe here here to get some advice, how to get started, how to find I don't know, you maybe are here to find motivation or inspiration or just listen to the people that we're going to interview that are already doing it right now, actually living by their passion. And in this podcast, we really want to dig deeper in the truth of actually how to be able to live by your passion because it's not always that easy. So I'm so excited because in this episode, I will invite a friend, an entrepreneur, a really young woman who had been her own boss since eight years ago. And her name is Felicia Marginano. She has been doing a lot of different things during these eight years. And just to name a couple of things that inspire me very much is that she's a lot of things. She's a speaker, photographer, author, um, and One thing that I have to name is that when she was only 70 years old, she gathered 10,000 people in Stockholm for a manifestation against racism. And that for me is like, wow. So I want to dig deeper of how she's able to do everything. And I want you guys to meet. Felicia, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Very good. Did I say your last name right? <laughs> it's, it's Marginano. Marginano. Yeah, it's not that easy, but you were close. <laughs> More close, close than other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I live in Spain, I think. Marginano. <laughs> okay, so Felicia, for, for the guys who doesn't know you, who are you? Like, where do you live? Tell me where you live. And then uh, where do you come from? Uh, yeah, okay, so I live in Stockholm in uh, Solentuna. It's actually, we, we're actually not even from the same country, but from the same city. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I live in Solentuna. Uh, it's like a small suburb to Stockholm. Uh, I live uh, with my two cats, Ice and Magic. So you guys who, oh. fo- who follow me and will follow me will see two white cats. That's Ice and Magic. So my parents, uh, they come from my mom, she's Swedish, and my dad is from Romania. So I'm a little mix of Swedish and Romanian flavors. Nice. That's uh, my last name is uh, Romanian. It's not typical Swedish. It's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. My mom's name is Petteson, Eftinam. So it's like Petteson or Marginano. I think I will go with Marginano. <laughs> it actually, the same with me. I. I have two last names, Helberg, Helberg, uh-huh. that is really like Swedish, and then yeah. Gerard. And I also go for the like international <laughs> last yeah. name. I think that's smart. <laughs> yes. So Felicia, I have known you for a couple of years, and I'm going to be honest, you are very inspiring to me because I see myself in you sometimes because you mm-hmm. always have projects, you always find a way to like work with all your kind of passions and I'm so curious and I really excited to hear your story because you're doing so much stuff where did it all start like how did you even find your passions that you have today Uh, go back a little bit and tell us like um, how did it all start how could you become an entrepreneur and 
worked by your by yourself like your own boss eight years ago yeah Uh, so I'm 26 today Uh, so I actually started when I was around 17 18 with my entrepreneurship Uh, first I started off as a freelance photographer Uh, but to go even further back um, I started with photography when I was 13 Mm-hmm. Uh, and to even go even further back, why I started with photography uh, was that I, uh, I'm i the oldest uh, uh, kid in my family and I was actually born two months earlier. So I'm like a premature baby. I only weighed 1.2 kilos when I was Oh, I, yeah. I thought that my twin sister was like the smallest. In, I thought that you couldn't weigh less. So one- How much was uh, Alicia? She was 1.8. Oh, okay. And you were 1.2. Two. Oh my yeah. God, you could fit in a shoe. <laughs> yeah, I was so super tiny. And uh, my mom got this havandeskapsbegiftning. Uh, uh, I don't know the word in English, but uh, they just had to take me out. Um, so uh, yeah so like my my life actually started being a fighter fighting for my my life and uh, it turned out pretty pretty well but I think I actually got it from there this fighting instinct and uh, you know being strong and uh, later on I also noticed that I was pretty different from from people around me as a kid I was very mature I had a an interesting view of life and the society mm-hmm. and and I also got this natural leader uh, role in my classroom from the teachers um, but back then I didn't understand why but now when I look back on my life I actually to answer your question I think it started super early for me because yeah. everybody of us has our own spirit and soul and potential and talents even when we are born yeah it's within us so it's up to us to find that as we go and for me it's been so important to have to be connected with my intuition and my feelings my emotions my dreams Mm. so I think that's why I also started pretty early with photography um and and that came from a place where I actually uh I had extreme body complex when I was young because I was so mature I had a body of like a teenager when I was only 10 I see Um, yeah so I I struggled with feeling different I struggled with being bullied I struggled with you know feeling accepted so the camera was a, a, a way for me to take charge of myself and to express myself yeah. So, so you know, there, there's so much more behind uh, my my success. Uh, it comes from a pain, from a from a place of pain, actually, uh, yeah. and how I could help myself, and that was through photography. Later on, it was through social media, helping people, building uh, my company and my entrepreneurship, uh, and it comes from a place of uh, wanting to helping others too. Yeah build up themselves as I did when I was a kid or a young girl yeah did you even did you ever felt like in school that Mm -hmm. you um, you wanted to do something else than you were um, than what they teach you in school like (laughs) yeah yeah did you always feel like I 
I just want to do my own thing. Did, did it start already in the school or did it come naturally beside school? Like, how did it come to you? I think I've always been, uh, I, I, I've asked my mom and I asked my teachers actually, uh, like, how was I when I was in your class? And, and, and uh, it's interesting to, to go back and see how, how you were. And they all told me that I was very mature. I had like this natural, uh, natural energy of, uh, you know, uh, this leader energy and that they all trusted me. But I was also that, that, <laughs> that student that always questioned, like, why uh-huh. is it like this? Yeah. Why is it? Or how is it? How come? Um, and that's yeah. been a, a, a key of success for me to question everything, question myself, question my parents, question my, my environment, uh, question school. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that's, um, yeah. Mm. And then, of course, it, it, it made me understand more and made me also ask myself more questions of who am I? What will I do? What is important for me? And I've always been interested in helping people. Yes. So that's like the, the foundation of uh, uh, being there for someone else. Yeah. And I, um, I can't believe that there is a few people or maybe a lot of people that would listen to this and are very interested in becoming a photographer as a freelancer or mm. are very interested in taking photos. Could you like um, go in a little bit of how you started? How, how could you start to make money on a passion that you mm. find was um, very interesting for you at such a young age? I say that money follows joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first of all, money follows joy. And today in the society, in the digital society that we have today, everyone is a photographer whether you like it or not, and especially as a professional photographer, that is, that's been a struggle that yeah. the photography industry and the, the perception of a photographer has been changed. You don't need to have the best freaking camera in the world today. You can have your mobile phone. Yeah. So I, for me, I think it's, um, it's been a, a pretty, a pretty um, like the, when I started, I was, 12 and I got this small digital camera from Sony it was like a shitty camera and uh, social media didn't exist oh yeah you are so I young the last generation before social media took over so mm-hmm. I actually had the privilege to to at least enjoy a social free media world <laughs> where I could develop my photography skills a little yeah uh, and then when I was around 15, 16, I started to work as a photographer with uh, different fashion agencies and uh, artists and dancers and uh, doing portraits and stuff like that. And that comes from a place of enjoying what I do, having the, you know, I was out there. I was talking to people. I was showing that I exist. I showed my talent. Yeah. Uh, so and I would... I would say, like, just go for your talent and your joy and become the best you can at what you do. Yeah. If you do that, money will will see you and you will get these opportunities. It sounds very, like, easy. Of course, it's not easy. You have to work hard. Mm. But we live in this area today where you actually can show your talent. 
me and Felisa, we had some technical problems. <laughs> I think I think it's too much energy here. Too much passion. <laughs> too much passion. That's good. <laughs> so we were talking about finding a niche, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're totally right because there is so many people out there. But what I what we want to encourage people is to actually not think of how many people are doing the same thing is actually to to make them understand that they are unique in the way they are and that they should get out there anyway because they're talking to these special people anyway that only will listen to them yeah and there's no one that can do it like you do it exactly so that's your niche that you are you yeah. You just have to expand who you are and what you do. Yes. And then it will come in a way. Yes, exactly. That's my belief oh. and my experience. And, and it's a, uh, of course, as I said before, it's not easy. But who, whoever said that life would be easy, but it, it definitely <laughs> is more, more fun if you do it. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> True. And I think it's so cool, like with you and uh, and Alicia too, that you can really like, I've known you for several years. And when I think about you guys, what stands out for me is that like, I can really feel how authentic you guys are and you do it from your heart and your soul. And, and it just feels like you can feel that this is your passion and that, that Mm -hmm. also encourage other people to to live in their passion and can take part of your creation and your success and your joy and you know everything that you do yeah yeah thank yeah and it's the same for all the people who listen as you say if they start they will inspire other people that are thinking to do the same but they don't have the courage or not um i don't know the power to do it and if you start that are listening to this right now maybe you will inspire a lot of more people to actually take the first step yeah and definitely. Um, yeah and you're doing so much more um, <laughs> you also you are also a speaker you have been writing a book and I'm personally writing a book right now so I'm very interested in how did you even start to write the book how did it come to you that's a really good question so I actually remember the specific moment I was walking to uh, to a photography museum here in Stockholm with my friend Lars, mm-hmm. uh, and Lars is a publicist on this uh, on this uh, uh, publishing house. But we we just went as friends looking for to to see the pictures because he loves photography. And then he was like, you know, hitting my <laughs> arm like, okay, Felicia, so what are your plans now? What are you gonna do now? You always do things. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about writing a book. He's like, really? And I just said it out of nowhere. <laughs> He's like, but so what, really? I'm like, yeah, I want to write a book about social media's opportunities. And I want to encourage young people with this book. And he's like, okay, but you know what? Why don't you come over to the to the publishing house and meet the, the crew and pitch your idea? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my way is really unique. Um, I guess you can call it synchronizing with the universe. Yeah. So then I went to, to meet the, the, the other um, crew of the publishing house. I pitched my idea and then they actually just gave me a contract and said, so let's write the book. Wow. Uh, and I know that it's not usually like that, but we all have our own ways to success. 
Yeah. Uh, but that was my way and it was a really fun and interesting uh, process because then I, I, I started writing the book. Uh, it took about one year, one and a half uh, to go from this uh, meeting uh, with my friend to actually being published. Uh, and then I, uh, uh, just, you know, I just went from there and mm-hmm. uh, did more public speaking about this subject. And uh, it was a really good uh, uh, wow. boost to to uh, publish this book so uh, congratulations ahead for do taking that step it's really cool actually to to write um, yes a lot of reflection and uh, new knowledge of yourself and I don't know what what is that you're writing about can you say yes I'm actually writing about um, like uh, I don't want to tell too much but uh, it's about actually my uh, my story with my twin mm-hmm. and how you can find um, courage to actually go your own way because, you know, as twins, we grew up together, we did everything together and we had actually that moment in time where my sister went uh, to live in another country and for me, my experience for from that moment was that I got lost. I actually got lost and as you, say in the, as you said in the beginning, most of um, what we do comes from a, a place and maybe from sometimes pain mm. and actually to create this book and, and write this book is about that I want to help people to not be stuck as I wa- was mm-hmm. at that time so it's That's about great. You know, finding to get out of that cocoon that you can get stuck in and actually use your wings to fly and you know we love butterflies so it's yeah (laughs) that's beautiful (laughs) it has that kind of message also so yeah and for for all those people who who really wants to write and Felicia is all told me right now about talking to people because I think that is uh, Mm -hmm. one key to to uh, opportunities to to actually go out there and talk to people because you never know who you will meet and who, yeah. who, what person that knows another person that knows uh, a company that, company that are searching exactly for that person you are and the unique mm. way you are saying things. So talk to people, I will say. Definitely. I, I for, for me now, also some, something that I uh, try to encourage myself is to think digital and physical not only digital, we have to have this human meeting with other people, as you said, talk to people, meet people, be out there, um, and have this connection also, uh, a human connection with others, where you actually feel each other, like, yeah, I I feel you, I hear you. Yes. So that's a really good advice. Whatever, if you have an idea, whatever it is, if you want to create ice cream, then talk to people make that ice cream and make people taste your ice cream uh, if it's that good then more people will will come and if you have a good idea that's really authentic from you that you want to share that you want to create then um you know boost yourself up and start talk about it yeah and i actually heard there is um um a woman that i get inspired of that is called uh, maria mm. and i actually heard a podcast 
she she told uh, no Marie sorry she told uh, this lady that was uh, interviewing her about like okay so I, if I doubt myself about starting something and I think that oh there is so already so many photographers in the city why should I start who would see me the answering that she was giving this girl was and it, it was so true and and it got me the message it was like if you think of your favorite uh, chinese restaurant or your favorite uh, pizza restaurant mm. uh, you wouldn't say you would die if, if that pizza restaurant <laughs> your favorite would not be there right and what if the owner would think no, we don't open here because there is already too many pizza places. Mm-hmm. You go there because of a reason, because they are making the best pizza that you like, even if it's 20 more pizza places in that area. Yeah. Or in that, yeah, where you live. So mm-hmm. when she said it, I don't, I didn't say it exactly like she did, but the message was so strong and I totally get it. Like, it's so true. It's so true. Like, mm. even if you have the same passion as somebody else, you will do it in your unique way anyway. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, and about doing things in a unique way and, and you were talking about connecting with people. Please tell us how you could get 10,000 people <laughs> gathering in one place in Stockholm. Like a 17 oh. years old lady. How? Like, tell us what you did and how you made everyone come to one place. How? How? Especially in Stockholm, where people yes. are so cold. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this was actually, um, yeah. this was on uh, after the Swedish election in uh, 2010. And uh, I was so frustrated because I was not uh, able to vote because I was only 17 and you have to be 18. Mm-hmm. So I was frustrated because of uh, I, I just thought that it was so um, uh, sad that I couldn't be a part of, of my society because I was too young. Yeah. But then also this was the election when the Swedish Democrats um, made it to the parliament uh, and Swedish Democrats uh, are based like in nationalism. Uh, so it made me very, very frustrated and, and like questioning all of, of Sweden. Like, yeah. how, how could this be? So I created an event on Facebook where I uh, invited people to meet me at Sergelsorg in Stockholm mm. to uh, just make a, make a statement for, for the Sweden that we want to live in and create. Um, so it was more like a, an encouragement yeah. to do something for uh, for the better and not just settle with what is yeah and the day after over 10,000 people came and this was actually through social media mm. so, uh, Facebook was a pretty big uh, key of success and that was when social media yes. was so it was like well it's like nine nine years ago yeah the time flies but it it impressed me so much because what social media can do for you. If, if you do something good, it can bring so much people together. And, yeah. uh, and to see that energy that, that one person like you as so young could, could bring those kind of people, like all that kind of people in one place. 
that is yeah. amazing yeah yeah it was a life-changing moment definitely that also made me like realize my own power and the power of uh, social media the power of gathering the power of humanity like you can even put it in that word yes you normally don't see people gather especially now it's more normal because i think more people are awake but back then like nobody mm. would ever like meet in a demonstration especially not in in stockholm yeah so i so think that true. was a, a a changing moment also for how we how we see social media how we see our own power and what we can do together yeah so i have two more questions um one is that did like um i i know that you have been doing a lot uh from your passion and you have been succeeding on a lot of them but did you have one moment in time where it came very difficult for you and how did you pass it like how did you move forward and- yeah definitely i've been struggling a lot i mean i moved out from my from my mom when i was 17 mm-hmm. i wanted to be on my own uh i i um uh, for the first two three years i was like literally living on tuna and uh, oatmeal mm-hmm. and noodles and broccoli uh, <laughs> like really Uh, And I just had this termination that it's okay. This is just a period of time where I'm going to struggle. It's going to be tough. Um, But in the end, it's going to be worth it. And uh, yeah, it took me quite some years to even achieve of uh, doing what I do today. Of course, nothing came like uh, handed to me. And there were many times where I questioned myself like, am I normal? Like, I'm not normal. I, I can't even take a job, like a normal job working nine to five. Am I normal? I feel you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm crazy. Yeah. I accepted it. Yeah. I'm crazy. And I have to just be crazy and do what I believe. And, you know, that's, uh, I think that's all we all question ourselves and that's good. You have to question yourself. You have to question what you do, why you do it, how you're going to do it. Uh, but- so do you have like any tips or tricks like to get um where do you get your motivation and inspiration from where do you get that um i i get it from like all things around me i get it from people i meet i get it from uh, Mm -hmm. talking like our discussion gives me inspiration gives me energy Mm -hmm. Uh, i get inspiration motivation of really uh, connecting with my dreams my my um uh, my visions for my life. Uh, I can get inspiration by walking in the nature, uh, yeah. traveling, you know, music, dancing. I get it from a lot of places. Uh, but all, especially it is to um, not settle with what is, but to work for what I feel I deserve and also helping other people along the way. That's amazing words. That's my my motivation. Yes, yeah. love it. And my my cat agreed. She's like, yes, yes. <laughs> you see, <laughs> a, I would I would be that. That's a sign. <laughs> yes. Um. So the last one before we end, if you can say one thing that you wish you knew when you were younger, what would that be? That you are stronger than you think. 
like for yeah. myself because I've been struggling. I am still struggling sometimes with my self-esteem and self-value and how I mm. see myself or how I, you know, carry myself. And it comes from that place of pain I mentioned before. Um, and I would just, you know, if I could uh, say something to my, my younger self, I would just say that you are much stronger than you think you are. Mm. Yeah. Because sometimes you just need to hear it, you know, from others. Yes. And I would say, don't don't get stuck in that cocoon. Use <laughs> your, your wings. <laughs> yes, use your wings. And also, I would say, uh, dare to ask for help. Dare to, as we talked before, speak your voice. No, make people know that you are here. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not here by yourself, and uh, we can only, you know, create change in our own lives and for others and for the world if we actually have this human connection with others and then we have to speak our mind there's no other way so true yeah and it's it's scary it is but it's more deliberating than holding it in yourself yeah it's so true many times we keep things in our head in our like emotions and it's it's so true like if you can ask for help talk to other people because there is so many people that are feeling exactly like you but we don't know it because we don't talk about it and help others too yes you know you give and you receive you give and you receive so what you can focus on if you feel stuck is to actually help others Mm. that will open up for your flow again to you know you will awaken yourself again so whenever you feel stuck maybe you can just look outside yourself and see what can I do for someone else today Mm. And that has helped me a lot. That's why I think I work with uh, uh, a lot with youths because that has helped me through uh, a lot of my pain and my struggles. Yes, so true. And it can be so small things like smiling to another yeah. person in the in the store, and that makes us feel better just to be able to give something to other yeah. people. Definitely. Yeah. Felisa, you are very, very inspiring and I want you to continue with all the stuff that you are doing. I'm sure we're going to have you on the show again and talk more about passion and like in a, with different topics because oh. you are so, so good. Um, so I just want to say thank you so, so much for your time and that you took the time to share your story, the tips and tricks and You gave me and for sure the listener a lot of motivation to keep on going for their passion in life. And uh, I hope to see you in Sweden very, very, very soon. Yeah, I want to enjoy your Zumba class. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. So thank you and I wish you an amazing day. Thank you too. Thank you for having me. Thank you.